We're talking about traffic safety, traffic law, stuff and things, police stuff and things. We're glad to have you here. Uh, what are you doing next month? You know, when we're going to the auto show. Are you going to the auto show? Because I'm going to the auto show. Uh, I should have had this graphic up. Toronto Auto Show. I'm typing. Yes, we are going to the uh, 2024 Canadian International Auto Show, and uh, we hope that you will come and visit us there. I mean, if you're coming, if you're planning to be there already, then why wouldn't you come say hello? Uh, we're, we're in the process of planning the most amazing of spaces so you can come hang out with us. Yes. Okay, where's my graphic? There's my graphic. Auto Show. We're actually going to be in the, in the uh, area near a test track. There's a reason to come see us. Not just to line up for the test track, but to come spend time with us. <laughs> anyway, uh, February 16th to 25th, figure out how to make your schedule accommodate a visit to the booth. All right, we're talking about stuff and things, and we'll be doing that with the chat. If you want to know how to get a hold of us, let me count the ways. We, uh, we're currently broadcasting on YouTube. We're on Twitch. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, Twitter, that is now X. We're everywhere. Instagram is a unique situation, which I think I needed to press a button here. And now that I did, I think we're actually going live there. But it's too many buttons. And Instagram, I will say this. Um, what do you think? Should we stay on Instagram? Is that a platform I need to be on? We're, we're everywhere else. In any case, if you're watching live, ask questions in the comments. I'm watching for you. I want to. I want to interact with you. That's the whole reason we're here. If you are on a different platform, you don't like the way it looks, try one of the other platforms. Jump around. You go to youtube.trafficup.ca. It'll bounce you over to our YouTube page, of course, where you can like, follow, and subscribe. If you're on TikTok, please smash the button. Well, don't smash your screen, but you know, tap frequently a lot. Let those likes add up because what happens is it tells the algorithm that more people should join the party. Of course, if you're listening to the pre-recorded which is not now. Well, it is for you if you're listening to the pre-recorded. But if you're listening to the podcast, we download the live and rebroadcast it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio and all those different platforms that take our content and make it available for you. So you can synchronize and listen on the go without burning your data or breaking the law, which is what we're all about. We're, we're making sure that no one's breaking the law. At least we're trying to. This is about education. It's about letting you make better decisions based on having all the information available to you. And things change on a regular basis. So what may have been legal yesterday may change tomorrow. Stay in the know by following this channel and keeping up to date with stuff and things. Now, we've got a joke from Michael, which we will flag for later. Of course, Akela Draconis comes in with greetings and salutations and a Yogi Berra quote for later. Cool. Tim Shallow says, good morning, Sean. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. It's a Friday. It's all celebratory and stuff. Uh, let's... <laughs> uh, Michael says he wants to open a business, I guess. Uh, the name Stuff and Things for a Pawn and Consignment Store. Interesting. I, I like pawn shops. I like, I like going to those. When I travel, I like to walk in and see what people are selling, what people have given up they don't want. Uh, good morning. Haven't been on lately. Thankfully, it's Friday. It's from Lucas. Welcome back, Lucas. And, and you are the proof positive that the TikTok link is working, which makes me happy. Uh, let's see here. Linda says, what if I'm on the highway in the quote? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, let's flag that one as a question so I can finish talking about other stuff. Uh, and you have, t it's two part. Then Dina D. Medeiros says, hello. Hello back. Okay. I just want to check on the stream health here. And I see that uh, stuff and things are happening. Excellent. Excellent. I can tell that. Oh, Tom, hold on a second here. Tommy Corletta says, Oh, now they're talking. So Tommy's talking about the budget, and the budget is an issue because uh, uh, our mayor doesn't want to raise the budget. I'm not involved in that, but I do watch the news, and I have been uh, retweeting this stuff on social media. And what can I tell you about that? Well, uh, we have, I think, 36 or 37 more police officers than we did in 1999, but we have 600,000 more people in the city of Toronto. So we, 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 we need some to increase the budget. That's what's going on. Check out Toronto Police on Twitter if you want more information. But, uh, yeah, that's what Tommy was uh, talking about, saying that the mayor needs to pay to keep the city safe, or the streets safe. And uh, that is possibly very accurate. 
But that's 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 about my pay grade. I'll leave it to the chief to talk about that stuff. Uh, oh, we got a question. Who is from? Oh, it's from X. That's amazing. We're flagging you. Uh, I like that it's working. You are the test, the test case, the first person to, to post from X today. Okay, Captain Canada says I always enjoy your vids. Always informative. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see here. We've got uh, oh questions about ODB Link and uh, testing cars. We'll come back to that. Questions about, well, I'm going to keep that. It's about snow and fog and driving and reducing your speed. We'll talk about that. Uh, what should I draw? I don't know. What do you want to draw? Okay, we'll talk about this question from Ranjit. And then, very cool. Uh, the the woohoo is definitely worthy of jumping the, the, the queue and getting into, where is my, my, my poster? Here we go. Apparently, I didn't open up X as I as I needed to to get some information. When I start talking about, well, what am I talking about? I'm talking about Vision Zero Enforcement Team, VZ. Vision Zero. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what it stands for. Vision Zero Enforcement Team focuses on the big four. Those are the folks who are going out looking for speeders, aggressive drivers, distracted drivers, and impaired drivers. Those are drivers who are choosing to engage in activities that are, well, dangerous. We know that they lead to serious injury and death, and that's why we are actively trying to reduce the people who participate. We're not reducing them like removing them from the planet. We just want to remind them that it's wrong and give them tickets to, you know, act as that, that uh, dissuasion. Yeah, I think it works. A lot of tickets are issued to a lot of people who are breaking the law, so it must be an issue Well, we know it's an issue. Today being the 26th of January, Vision Zero Enforcement Team is focused on VZ, or Vision, uh, or Enforcement, I should say, in 23 Division and 41 Division, Rexdale, Jamestown, Martin Grove, uh, Dorset Park, Kennedy Park, Birchcliff, Cliffside, neighborhoods where real people live, work, and play, and deserve to be safe. And that's a thing. Yeah. I don't know why people choose to do the stuff that's, that's uh, unsafe. I think, I think it's because they're bored or they don't care about anybody else. One of the two. Maybe there's another reason. Let me know if you have one. Uh, Mike is uh, is excited that it's now available on X. Yes, yes, this is so cool because we have a, we have a huge audience on X that for years I've been telling them that you can't actually talk to us and trying to get them to come over to the other platforms. But now you can stay where you is and talk to us wherever you're most comfortable. But I have to keep looking over to the two people who are on Instagram because uh, they they show up on a different window. They are not integrated. Okay. By the way, Instagram, if you're tired of having only the little box of me, you can have the widescreen version, which allows for other people to be seen on the screen and not just Buddy in the background. Just saying. Uh, we have, ooh, questions about high-beaming drivers. How do you deal with them uh, without having a badge? Okay, that's a reasonable question. Uh, we have Paul, who says, good morning, Sean. Good morning to you, too. Uh, we have questions about stickers on your windshields. I'm going to go through and flag them all. And then we're going to go back and talk about them. I don't want to miss flagging them because then they'll disappear and I won't be able to talk about them. Uh, Healy says, morning. And then we've got, what do we have here? Okay. Uh, a reminder for folks, this is going to come up every five minutes in the chat. Apologize if it's, if it's a nagging thing. But because we tend to get really busy and there's a lot of side chatter, if you're asking me a question, please put the letter Q in front of your question so I know it's to me. And it's a question. Uh, we have... What do we have here? Okay. Oh, Thomas wants to know about impersonating a police officer. Yeesh. Okay. Uh, to make a criminal offense arrest. Okay, we'll talk about that in a second. How old is too old to get an, a, a driver's license in Ontario? Uh, what's the law for children in the passenger seat? Okay, we'll talk about that. Uh, Hermes is asking about volunteers on this platform. Uh, we'll talk about that. Happy Friday from Emma. One of our, one of our longest running friends who's helped us with the show for so long and is an active member or at least participant in the chat who knows a lot of stuff because they've learned a lot of stuff because they're busy being here. They're listening. They're, rep they're repeating. They're helping. Uh, so, Emma, thanks to you and all that you do as, uh, as part of the traffic services, greater community, the internet community. Okay. Mike says, uh, love the traffic enforcement. I have a great question about pedestrians in major intersections. Okay, bring it. I want to see this question. I'll put it in queue and we'll get to it. Uh, Greg Otley was just told by an officer they need to be 14. What are we talking about? Is that about sitting in the seat? We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, I think I know what we're talking about. 
where this is the this is about when they can sit in the passenger seat in the front. We'll talk more about that in a second. Kiana says, "Happy Friday," and then jumped a question in there. I'm going to come back to the question part. Can you drive in? Okay, this is okay. We're full on. I try and get the hellos out before I get into the other stuff. So let's get into the other stuff. Okay, the other stuff is question one. What if I'm on the highway and the car ahead of me is slower, but there's a gap? What do you mean? Like the, you're, it's, there's no other lanes. Like the, you're on a highway. Highways, any road in Ontario. I, I'm assuming you mean a multi-lane expressway, a, a, a controlled access highway. Uh, someone in front of you is slower. So pass them if it's not unsafe to do so. You can pass cars. And if you're on a two-lane road, you can pass crossing the line pass safely, but you do have to do it safely. Uh, having a gap between you and the vehicle in front is not a problem. There's, there's no reason we have to get anywhere that much faster than everybody else. Uh, if they're doing something, if they're doing the speed limit, why would you ever pass them? Because they're doing the lawful limit on the road. So I need Linda for you to tell me more about your question. Cause I want to answer it. I want to give you the best. Oh, I must always go for the, what? So the follow-up question was, I must always go for the gap, but I don't know what you're talking about now. Now you've confused me. Uh, crossing a solid line acceptable. There's no offense for crossing a line. It's a suggestion. It's a way of, uh, you know, giving direction that might help somebody avoid a collision. But is it against the law to cross the line? Not specifically. It's against the law to, uh, to cross the line and cause a collision or just cause a collision, period. So you're responsible for your activities, but we're the only province, in, uh, Ontario is the only province where crossing the line isn't an offense on its own. All right. Can an auto tech use a cell phone linked to an OBD link for a diagnostic road test? So this is where it gets interesting. A screen visible to the driver, there's an exemption. Usually that exemption is for a computer. I would argue that it doesn't specify that the diagnostics must be done on a laptop versus a cell phone, but this is an area where it gets muddy. Cell phone, active use, anything, but the only thing that's exempt specifically on the cell phone uh, is the GPS mode. And I don't believe it's written, but I can check it. Let's, do, do we want to check this? Let's check this quickly. Also, if you go to Traffic Cop, sorry, if you go to telegram.trafficcop.ca on your web browser, it'll bring you to the VoiceOver Cop group where 10 people are currently hanging out chatting about stuff and things. And uh, if you want to send me a voice note, you can do that in the app. Chase says he's going to test it out today because Chase used to do, use Volley for this all the time, sending video or voice chat, and we can play it on the show. All right. This is what I say it was. Maybe it's easier for me to do it here. Stand by. <laughs> We're just going to look it up very quickly. Uh, cell phones. Because I want to know now. But it may be too deep a dive. Okay. This is going to be handheld. Hand.held. Why is it not showing up? Why is it not showing up? Hell, oh, we needed a hyphen. Okay, this is going to be 78.1 sub 1. The things I do. Yeah, 78.1.1. 71 sub 1. So what did you do last night? I watched another episode of Good Girls. Does anybody watch Good Girls? It is possibly the most frustrating television show, but I can't stop watching it. I can't stop watching it because it's both intriguing, and I want to know what happens next, but I'm angry at them. There are three people who are, uh, I guess, suburban family people who turn to a life of crime. And they do a really bad job at it, I think. And it's very frustrating to watch. But I'd love to know from anyone who watches that what they think of the show. And if you don't watch it, start watching it so you can tell me what you think of it tomorrow or Monday, I should say. Okay. Where is the section that I want to look at? For exemptions, this is too deep a dive. I apologize. We'll come back to this uh, jumblium. We'll, we'll, we'll look into it deeper. I want to make sure that you don't get in trouble. That's the whole goal. I know you got stuff that you need to do, and I want you to do it legally and safely. All right, keeping you flagged for later. And here's a question about snow and fog. Good morning. If it is snowing or fog, you drive 60 on an 80-speed road. Is it allowed? If it was so snowy or foggy that you couldn't see you slow down to an acceptable speed that you can see because you can't drive faster than you can see. That's how things, that bad things happen. Like you crash into the car in front of you because you didn't have a perceivable gap to respond. You know, because you can't see more than five feet in front of you. Well, then you must be going very, very slow in that speed. 
uh, it, it changes. It could be so bad that you can't see anything and you should pull off the road, put your hazards on and stop moving because it would be unsafe to drive based on the road conditions. So yes, 60 on an 80 is an absolutely reasonable speed. Absolutely. You drive based on your ability to see. Now, I can't give you a specific speed because, again, it could be five kilometers an hour if it's so possible that you can't see past the, the hood of your car. I, I would even argue that at the hood of your car, you don't drive at all. Pull over. It's unsafe. Okay. Uh, Ranjit Singh says, hey, I have applied to youth policing last December and I still haven't heard from them. I would call them and check to see what's going on with your application because there's a current posting. Now, it may be that they don't know what happens to your posting. Maybe you have to reapply, but there is an active application process open right now. So go check it out. That seems like a very long time for you not to have heard. Okay. Your thoughts on a speedy trial. This is Steve Nielsen who's asking, in Ontario, no longer being within 18 months now, it's within 36 months. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if 36 months, is that official? Is that being announced? Uh, I know during COVID, they, they went from 18 uh, months uh, to 24, um, but I don't know if it's still there. or It's going to be based on the reality of the situation. They, I know they made changes. I don't know if three years is what it is. Do I think that's cool? That's up for the courts to decide. Uh, you can, however, make an 11B application challenging that. I've really grown to like this bubbly stuff. Okay. It's cold, really cold in the little fridge I have. All right, going on. How do you deal with aggressive drivers that constantly high beam? I, uh, I remind them with a little flick of the high beam myself that they are, in fact, high beaming me. That's the only way to communicate. There is no other way available. Uh, the non-badge way, because, yeah, as a police officer in a police car, I pulled them over. Because it's, it's funny, there's... There's a, it's a key or a, a, a hint that other stuff might be at work. You know, like maybe they could be impaired. Uh, now, I'm not suggesting that they are impaired for certain, but people do the strangest things when they're not paying attention or they're not really in their best self. And impairment does that. People who drive with their headlights off, I've arrested quite a few of them for impaired operation. Anyway, uh, the non-badge way is give them a flick of the high beams as it's coming to remind them that their high beams are on. That's usually enough. Beyond that, I don't have any good suggestions. Is stickers on your front windshield illegal? Nothing should be on your front windshield, but definitely if it is in the area swept by your windshield wipers, that is the the field of view that the manufacturer has determined is for you to see through. If it's anywhere that the windshield wipers sweep, I would be charging you for having an impaired uh, uh, or blocked, what's it called? View? Driver's view? Obscured driver's view? That's what it's called. All right. Is it wrong to do a left turn on a yellow light? If you haven't yet crossed the, when? It depends. If you're in the intersection, which means you're charging the intersection or you're waiting to turn, you've already passed the stop line, you're obligated to complete your left turn once it turns red. Uh, Entering an intersection on a yellow? Depends, because yellow means stop unless it's unsafe to do so. So if you run into the intersection when you should have stopped, then it's wrong. So it really depends on more information which you haven't provided. But, depends. (laughs) I keep going back to the circle. Uh, Thomas Link, what would happen if you impersonated a police officer to make a criminal offense arrest? Uh, Bad things, because you're impersonating a police officer, even if your intentions were to, uh, you know, stop crime. You have citizens' powers of arrest in Canada. In fact, pretty much anywhere affords citizens' arrest powers. But you need to know what those are. You need to understand what the laws are surrounding the offense that you are planning to arrest someone for. In Canada, you can arrest for indictable offenses, not summary offenses as a citizen. So what does that mean? Well, you can arrest someone for murder, for assault, uh, for theft over. And so not only can you arrest for for, uh, indictable, but... Dual offenses, technically, you know, if it's something that could be preceded by way of indictment, indictment, it could be arrested by a civilian. But it has to be found, fines committing. You have to see them do it. Now, if you just, if someone just did something really violent and you go, I'm going to stop and arrest you, you might be the recipient of that violence. You need to be aware of that. And if you did something wrong, you're criminally responsible for arresting the wrong person if that was the case. So you, you really need to know. Otherwise, you might be getting yourself into some hot water or hurt or both. Uh, but definitely not impersonating a police officer because that could get really bad. 
what if bad guy has a weapon, really doesn't want to get arrested? Then you now are fighting with an armed bad person who does you harm. Like it's just, just a bad idea. Call police. That's the best thing. Be the best witness you can be. Okay. How, how old is too old to get a driver's license in Ontario? Should someone in their 30s not get one? Is it 30? You're, you're, you're brand new. You've, you've only had a, a, you know, 30 trips around. The, uh, no, this is, this is not a big deal. 30 is not too old. Uh, in fact, I would say that the, there's a, a huge percentage of the community that are just getting their license for the first time in their 30s. No big deal. You're not too old. People in their 40s and 50s can get their license. There's, you're, you're never too old. Is there benefit to being older? Well, you, you're wiser. You're more cautious. But the flip side is you're overly cautious sometimes, whereas as a young person, you're willing to take risks maybe too many risks, but maybe 30 is the perfect age. I'm not sure. I don't know. I got mine the day I turned 16, like my learner's permit. The day I got 16, I got 16, I turned 16. And then about a month later, I had my full G because there was no graduated licensing at the time. Uh, I'm still here. It's a good thing it worked out. Some people are so lucky. Graduated licensing is, is, is a great tool to make sure people have more experience before they continue through the stages and take on the more responsibility. But You'll be a 30-year-old who has a G1 and has an opportunity of accelerating their G1 to G2 status by taking a, 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 an approved education program, driver's education. And then you can do eight months till you get your G2, and then a year later, you can have your full G. I would do it. I think that the, the, the greatest freedom is having a driver's license. All right. Uh, can an auto, oh, we talked about this. We're going to come back to it. Greg Otley, what are the laws for children on the passenger seat of a motorcycle? Uh, there is no age, but they must be able to put their feet onto the passenger floorboards or pegs, whatever you have. That is it. Uh, it is the the requirement. Okay. Uh, I see that Chase has sent me video. Sadly, I can... Oh, oh, is it video? I often see some. We have... Can I rewind that? Yes, I can. All right. Let's hear from Chase, who is who has sent me this video clip or audio clip. I often see signs in the middle of the road some places, like even near universities, where it's a white sign with black letters that say stop for pedestrians. Are these signs enforceable? And if so, do you have to wait for the pedestrians to cross all the way, like some sort of PXO situation? And I'll put a picture of the sign here. I have the picture. I just looked at it. And thank you, Chase, for showing me that this is working. Uh, yeah, the deal is that that is a... It signs to stop for pedestrians. There is a crosswalk, and it's there to identify the crosswalk. It is not a PXO. What I've been, uh, what I've seen is a painted uh, crosswalk on the ground. Uh, and if you're not stopping for pedestrians, is it enforceable? I, I don't know if that's a regulated sign for enforcement purposes. Uh, it is a crosswalk. If you fail to yield for pedestrians, that's a problem. And that's with or without the sign. It's a crosswalk. If you're talking about PXOs, oh, sorry, and, and when can you cross or when can when do you have to, uh, when can you start moving again after they pass your, your location? Well, once they're halfway through the road and if uh, your side of the road, well, then you'd be able to continue. If it's a PXO or if there is a crossing guard present, then they have to be off the road. PXOs are going to be labeled as such. They usually have blinking lights above it and they are not the ones that are uh, associated with an intersection. The intersection crosswalks, once they've passed your half of the roadway, you're good to go. Of course, safely ensuring that you're, uh, you're not going to put anybody in danger unless there's a crossing guard, at which point you have to wait until everybody's off the road. Cool. Is TPS traffic unit still accepting volunteers for this platform? And this is a TikTok question. So no, uh, we're not. We, uh, we had a lot of civilian and uh, community uh, moderators and helpers, which was great. We loved them. It was magical. Uh, but we had to look at things through a policing lens and to ensure that everything was done properly and was account we were accountable. We had to make sure that everyone who was moderating was, in fact, a police officer or member of the police service who had been vetted and so on. Uh, and as a result, uh, we ended up not doing it. We, we tried to bring people on as volunteers. If someone were to join as an auxiliary police officer or a civilian volunteer, we'd still be able to get them to do it. But it, it has not. Uh, it's something that went off by the wayside, became very complicated. So I appreciate your uh, your question and, and obviously your intention to help. Uh, but we're, we're keeping it in-house. And we've actually come a long way. It's a, it's a lot easier for us to do this now because the software we use, it keeps getting better. Speaking of which, at 11 o'clock, I have a meeting with the folks at Restream, which is the company that hosts or, or has this product that allows us to stream onto multiple platforms simultaneously. Links to how we do that are at trafficop.ca, but I have a, a 
conversation scheduled at 11 o'clock, so I have to end the show on time today, which makes me sad, but it's for the betterment of the show. All right. Here's the next question from Kiana. We already said the happy Friday part, but the question is, is it illegal to change lanes in the middle of an intersection? And many people believe that it is, but it is not. It's illegal to do it unsafely, but it's not illegal to change lanes within an intersection. Uh, it is commonly believed to be, though. I grew up thinking it was. There are times when you have to, but it is also a really bad place to do things because it's like having a play. Everyone has stage direction. Everybody knows or at least believes what everyone else is going to do based on where they are in their starting positions. If you change that halfway through, you're going to have problems, and it's going to be something that you're responsible for. Uh, my suggestion is unless it's absolutely unavoidable to – just you got to do it to avoid collision or an issue, uh, avoid doing it. it, it just, it's not the best of ideas. Uh, okay. Boo, boo, boo. Okay, here's a question about from Dina Medeiros. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Dina, Dina D. Medeiros is responding to Zrill. Talking about yellow signs is always proceed with caution. Well, they're, they're cautionary signs. Um, I don't know if that's a, what was the question? Anyway, we'll, we'll move on. Because it's not a question for moi. It was a dialogue amongst others. But I saw it. I figured I'd weigh in, but I, there's nothing for me to weigh in. Uh, oh, Ashton wants to know if they can do a donut on my own field on private property, or is that stunt driving? It's stunt driving. Uh, a lot of people are upset about it. I don't know why donuts are important, but you can, you can do it at a racetrack. You just can't do it on your own property or any property. Dracula wants to know if it's illegal to vi video in a public building. If there are signs posted saying that uh, videoing is illegal or prohibited, uh, or if you've been told that it's not permitted by the occupier, uh, then it's prohibited. It doesn't, there's no, there's no, you can do what you want just because the building has public access. I, I don't know if there's a specific building, like for instance, the courthouse can't film in a courthouse. There's no signs. I don't think maybe there's signs. In any case, once a, an officer tells you, you cannot film. If you don't, if you don't stop, you're proceeding in a prohibited activity uh, or engage in a prohibited activity, at which point you'll be asked to leave. And if you don't leave, you're going to be arrested and charged. Even And you could be asked to leave based on the, the activity that you're conducting. Uh, can a TPS special constable pull you over? Michael Diaz wants to know. And the answer is they can because they have red and blue flashing lights. They are special constables. They have authority. Uh, I believe we swear them in under the HTA. If they can't write the ticket for whatever reason, they can always call a police officer, but they have the ability of stopping you. Uh, you are obligated to pull over when you see those red and blue flashing lights. And it's very much an official vehicle. And this was something that uh, Sergeant Campbell was talking about just yesterday. And I had a whole bunch of questions just pop down on the screen, which is fantastic. Question from Thomas Link. You witness a serious dangerous driving offense. Can you make an arrest? Uh, dangerous driving is, uh, is, is something, well, how are you going to make an arrest? How are you going to make a stop? Uh, my suggestion is you call police. You, you don't try and stop a, a vehicle. The, people don't want to stop for the police. You're going to end up getting into a lot of problem. Uh, but what is the dangerous driving offense that you see? Like it's, no, you don't. This would, this would be a really bad idea. Okay. Uh, that's something from Michael. Okay. Rand okay. Lots of discussion here. Hello, new here. That's Jack Henderson. Hello, new here to you too. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. My name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service. I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff. And you have tuned in on Friday, the best day of the week. It is the week day that leads to the weekend. Thus, we celebrate it every week. Uh, follow us. Subscribe. Share it with your friends. We like to answer your questions. We try and do this weekdays from 10 to 11. We often go long, but not today because I've got somewhere to be right after. Mind you, it's right here in front of the camera talking to somebody else. But nonetheless, we will end on time today. Okay, scrolling through lots of chatter. Mike Moore, at a six-lane road, left-turn lane, passing lane, and driving lane in all directions. Um, there's going to be a. There's going to be a. Con, is there a continuation of that stream of thought? Yes. When at a green light and people are crossing six lanes, how long must we wait before making the right? Okay, you're making a right turn. 
this is at a red light. You're stopped to make a right, a right turn on a red light is the what I'm, is I'm picking up what you're putting down there. Uh, the answer is you have to wait until it's safe to do so. I, I believe that that's what you're asking. Like you come up to the red light, you're waiting to make a right turn. Uh, as long as you are, you have to yield to the pedestrians once they've crossed your half of the road. If it's safe to proceed, you can then make your right turn. A lot of people are making right turns on red lights, not even slowing down. Like they're just they're like as if they're on rails. They're just taking the that that's illegal. <laughs> but Mike, I hope that answers your question. Uh, if I if I was picking up what you were putting down. Okay, Chase is coming with some audio to buy me time. So I understand that there's a two thousand dollar minimum requirement to report a collision. But at what point are you, like, required to fix your vehicle for safety as per the law? Like, you see vehicles everywhere with their bumpers dented or their doors are pushed in. Like, if you ever went to a collision reporting center, is there ever a situation where the officer would take your plates for unsafe vehicle even though you drove there? Like, when are you required to fix it? So generally speaking, if we have seen a vehicle and we say that it is not drivable, uh, then it needs to be taken for repair. Uh, if we, uh, you know, if you have a collision on your own, it's under two thousand dollars. That's probably not going to cause the vehicle not to be drivable under two thousand, uh, because it's probably just cosmetic, minor stuff. But if it's if it's either something that is is unsafe, it's your responsibility to ensure the vehicle is maintained in a safe fashion. You are responsible as the the, uh, the driver, as the owner, uh, to ensure that you don't give it to somebody to drive when it's not safe uh, because you could be charged for permit or drive an unsafe vehicle on the road. So it, it, if it doesn't meet the standards, you're required to... I, I, there's no threshold like, okay, if there's more than a square of a paint removed from the bumper, then you're responsible to paint it. Cosmetic stuff doesn't matter. You got to have bumpers. You got to have all the stuff that makes it safe for the road. And I don't have a better answer for you. No one ever, no one's ever really asked me this, this way. Uh, and the deal is that it depends. It, you know, there's so much that makes a vehicle or so many potential issues to make a vehicle unsafe. You, you either got to know or get get some advice. Uh, otherwise, we'll find you and we do. Obviously, if the police officer says, fix it, we won't take your plates because you haven't committed the offense of driving it on the road necessarily um, when we're seeing it. But if we tell you, you cannot drive like that, we've told you, we're going to make a notebook, uh, a notation in our memo book. And if you're then stopped later, we may or may not have a, that, that translated into the system. But at some point, it's going to it bite you. Uh, so... Yeah, if you're in question of whether or not it's safe, it's probably not safe. I think that's a pretty easy way to go. If you don't think it's safe, no. It's, I think that most of the, the uh, and as I ramble on and rabbit hole here, I think for the majority, they're pretty obvious when things aren't safe. And if you have the inkling that it may not be, it probably isn't safe. Okay, we got behind an officer doing 90 in 100. Okay, let's go back to that in a second. I think that's going to be an interesting conversation. <laughs> Uh, oh my God, I, we got Akela who has been watching us at warp speed to catch up because he was in a meeting, I'm sure. Okay, we got a question about, this. Is, I think he asked it twice, but we'll come back here. Uh, hang on one second. Scrolling through tons of comments, trying to be as efficient as possible with the 26 minutes I have left. By the way, if you don't already follow us, please do. If you uh, have not followed us, you're missing out. But we're, we'll welcome you here. Please follow, like, subscribe, share, do the bell thingy on uh, the uh, the YouTube. If you're on TikTok, please do whatever uh, sharing and tapping and doing that will help keep us in front of more people so that we can answer more questions. The show is always different, although we do get a lot of the same questions. We do get the good ones that I don't have answers for on occasion, at least not good ones. We, we, we formulate good ones. Okay. Scrolling down, scrolling down. Here we go. I got a message on X. If I have a G1 and G2 driver with me, can I still drive? What do you mean? Are you a licensed driver? Oh, oh, sorry. If you have a G1 and a G2 driver with you, no, you cannot. You must have a, (laughs) misread that entirely. Uh, You must have a G-class driver accompanying you, and that G-class driver must have four years experience. That experience counts only from when they got their G2 and, con- and and continues into their G. So if they had their G for a day but had four years as a G2, technically they have the correct uh, requirements. It uh, doesn't include any time that they were suspended. So it would be a good idea to ensure they have the four dots, the freckles, as Michael calls them, on the uh, front of their driver's license, underneath or to the left of their mini-me photo, which is in the bottom right-hand corner of the license. Yeah. 
So I, uh, I mentioned at the beginning, the auto show. We're going. Are you going? Because if you're going, we'll see you there. Just saying. Yeah. I think we even know where our booth is going to be. We might even have drawings of it. Okay. Boop, boop, boop. Is there a certain period of time that you have to insure the vehicle? Or isn't there a certain time? I don't know if this is in conjunction with anything other comment because there's no cue, so I don't know if you're having a dialogue with anybody else. But if your vehicle's operating on the road, it's got to be insured. And most of the time, insurance companies want a full year of insurance. I've never heard of them saying, we'll do month to month. Uh, so it should always be insured. Is there something else you're asking that doesn't jive with what I just said? Let me know. Doug Allen says, oops. <laughs> okay. Uh, is there a law related to driving left of center? So left of center actually isn't against the law unless there's vehicles that you're interfering with. It's the way it's written. But yeah, don't, don't do left of center. It's a bad idea. And chances are you're getting pulled over and investigated for all sorts of things. And careless driving could very well, dangerous driving. There's so many things that you could lick, but there's no specific charge for drive left of center that I'm aware of anyway. Uh, what do we got here? So Dracula was, so there's some dialogue here back and forth with Dracula from Hermes talking about identifying yourself to police when you're, yeah. So a lot of people got upset about the, the vehicle or the video talking about the fact that they can be pulled over at any time for, for basically any reason. And some of the reasons that always exist are to ensure that you're a licensed driver, meaning that you have to surrender your license ownership and insurance upon demand of a police officer, uh, to ensure that your vehicle is insured, which is covered with what I just said, to ensure that you're sober, because that's a requirement of your license, criminal if you're not, and uh, yeah, and make sure your vehicle is safe. People say, well, you're not a mechanic. No, I'm not a mechanic. However, gross defect is something that just about anyone can figure out. Uh, but we are authorized under the act to determine whether or not your vehicle is safe. And based on our findings, we can take your plates. Hey, someone said mechanic. Okay. Uh, What's the best way to do the cannonball across the cannonball run across Canada? Couldn't tell you, but uh, considering that is a race, and if you're exceeding the posted speed limit, you're breaking the law. So don't do that. Uh, turn when what is this? Mike Moore says turn when the person is walking in the same direction as my car is pointed. So they're crossing. So if someone if someone is walking towards you and they haven't got to your half of your of the road, you can still cross. Uh, if you're so if you're traveling south and you want to turn, uh, make a right turn. If they're crossing in front of you before you made the turn, wait until they're off the road. If they are crossing the road that you're about to turn onto, ensure that they've crossed the road. Uh, mind you, you wouldn't be seeing the red light then. Yeah, wait until they're done. Okay. Uh, and if they're going the other direction, wait till they're halfway through the other way. Either way, you can't. You have to yield to them. All right. Uh, several minute delay. Hundreds of yes. Thank you for Michael for uh, for for messaging to say that, folks. Uh, this is not up to date. I'm at it's ten thirty nine. I'm reading comments that were listed at ten thirty, and that's because things are scrolled around and all over the place. And I may miss you if you think that I've missed you. Although I don't want you to spam. Uh, please don't repeat yourself. But if I if it's been a really long time and I haven't seen your message, I may have missed it. So. Please uh, message again. Can you drive your friend's car in Quebec? So you, you're in Quebec visiting and you're borrowing it in Quebec? Yeah. If you're borrowing it coming to Canada living here, or coming to Canada, coming to Ontario and living here, that's a problem. You need to, they, 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 you need to register that for where you live, and that's not your vehicle, so it's, it poses some issues. Uh, Nolan Hill wants my opinion on something. Question, what's your opinion? Uh, a lot of questions about my opinion. You can ask anything. I mean, I'll answer it here, but uh, let's see here. Uh, you can also go to trafficcop.ca and use the offline uh, submission form. That's what it's called. As is besetting a crime if no intention of a crime. I don't know what we're talking about. Okay. I'm 20 years younger. Today is my birthday. <laughs> John Ross, happy birthday. John, John Ross's birthday today. Happy birthday. Can you modify a motorcycle for them to be able to reach the footboards on a motorcycle? This is talking about children. Yes, there are kits for raising uh, passenger floorboards and pegs. You can certainly utilize those. They just have to be on pegs. It doesn't say which pegs, who put them there, or when they were, not at all. Uh, let's see here. 
overly cautious drivers are dangerous drivers. They cause more collisions than anybody else. I don't, I don't disagree. A cautious driver doesn't mean that they are a dangerous driver. Uh, new drivers are, that are cautious are, I think, better than new drivers who throw caution to the wind. There's a happy medium. Uh, I would never dissuade someone from learning to drive. If they, if they had a total fear of driving, if they were, you know, white-knuckling it because they were scared, being scared to the point of terror, yeah, maybe you shouldn't drive. Uh, but being cautious, cautious isn't a bad thing. If you're not being cautious, you're a problem. Okay. I have an international license. Can I go to my G-test directly? Uh, the, the answer is depends. Uh, if you have a foreign license, international license doesn't exist. Uh, international license is a translation card, international driving permit that, that basically translates the contents of your foreign license so that people in other countries who don't speak the same language can decipher what it says or what it means. So you may be given credit based on where you are. It's up to the Ministry of Transportation, uh, the uh, Service Ontario, who will evaluate uh, what the story is. And certain countries allow it and other countries don't get the benefit. So if you're coming from the UK, yeah, it's a straight trade. If you're coming from um, some of the islands with driving that is determined not to be the equivalent standards to here, then no, you won't be. So it really depends. And I couldn't tell you which ones are which. But if you go to trafficop.ca, there's a list of all this uh, in the useful links at the bottom. Okay. Can I roll a blunt if I'm at a red light? Um, no. Uh, that's a good arrestable offense for having that available to you. The only time you can have uh, a blunt or marijuana accessible to you as the driver is if it's in a sealed from factory condition. So it has to be in a sealed container from where you bought it. Uh, as soon as you've broken that seal, you can no longer have it near you. It has to be tra- you know, in the trunk, out of, in a bag, in the trunk, out of reach. Uh, definitely not being rolled for you know, subsequent use. And you can't actually spark that blunt in your vehicle. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do we got here? I'm, scrolling ba- I'm going back in time right now because I missed a whole bunch of stuff. I recently bought a truck and got pulled over a few days ago and they gave me a ticket for no insurance. That's from Richie Sanders. Richie, did you have insurance? Uh, because it, if you had insurance, they probably wouldn't have charged you for no insurance. If it's on the road, it must be insured. You, you, can't, you can't put it on the road unless, unless it's the, on a trailer. You can trailer it without insurance. You cannot drive it anywhere without insurance. That, that, so I want to know more now. Did you, did you have insurance? Did you have the appropriate insurance? Some people put uh, theft, fire and theft, when they're storing it for a season, and then they drive around with it, and it's not insured for their own. So that would be a situation where you get you know tickets. Uh, we just had an update. Stuff come across the screen. So, so I've got to what, remember to mention to the folks at Restream that I hate that, <laughs> that it keeps updating as I am scrolling through it. Okay. Uh, scrolling down for more stuff and things. By the way, we, we, the, the goal is always to do our best and answer as many questions as humanly possible, uh, but it doesn't always work that way. In other words, we run out of time. So if, you, if we've missed you, we, we, we're sorry. Uh, come back on Monday. We'll, we'll have more time. If you get in early, the best chances of being answered. Uh, Lucas asks if anyone has, uh, anyone have the telegram? Telegram.trafficop.ca. Uh, I didn't see anybody jump into the group, but we have 10 of us that are currently there. You're welcome to join. Okay. Is it possible? Oh. So Michael is asking about the highway head behind me, the the big yellow light that we can't actually see all of uh, because the red light is obscured by the camera angle uh, or it's not covered. So he wants to know if we can lower it down. Um, yeah. So it's, this, it's they're all the same size, if that helps. It's not the one with the bigger version. And we can plug that in, but I, I haven't because it just wastes energy. All right. We'll, we'll probably plug it into the show. What is the fine for not having your rear windshield cleaned? The HTA, it's cleaned off with what, snow? Uh, having the rear window obscured is not an issue. Uh, having snow that might come to become detached from your car can be thrown from your car ice and slush and snow being thrown off your vehicle insecure load possibly maybe uh obviously you're responsible for whatever's on your car if you have it fly off and blind another driver cause a collision you're going to be responsible for that uh being able to see out your window isn't a big deal as long as you have mirrors that provide a clear view to the rear of your vehicle 
Oh, Doug Allen's got a dad joke for later. Like that. Can I have a photo of my ownership and insurance when I drive? No and no. You must surrender your actual driver's license upon demand. You can have the original or a photocopy of your ownership permit, but it has to be on both sides of the document, not an electronic photo, but an actual photocopy or paper, actual paper. Uh, when it comes to your insurance documents, either the, the original paper copy that's provided by the insurance company or an electronic copy provided through a secure app from your insurance provider would be acceptable. Yes. Uh, can I send a picture of the whole highway head from the background to the telegram? I most certainly can, and I will. Matthew says, good morning. Okay. Scott Birdsell. Is it Birdsell or Birdsell? Anyway, uh, people not turning their lights on when driving at night, hard to see them. It is my, okay, no, I got a lot of pet peeves. I was going to say it's my biggest pet peeve. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. But it is also a clue that they may be impaired or borrowing somebody's car that, that they don't uh, uh, know how to use. Or they took it to the mechanics. They're used to having it all set on to automatic. But when they got it back from the, you know, their tire change or what have you, they forgot uh, that the mechanic turns it off. So they're not blinded while they're changing tires or working in, your, in the shop. So, Yeah. We, we pull them over because they have no taillights on at all. They're ghost cars and their headlights, although providing a little bit of light, are low-powered high beams. It's, they're just not doing it right. Okay. Why? But also, uh, Scott, welcome to the show. I've never seen you before, so uh, thanks for dropping by. Uh, Ashton wants to know, if it, uh, is it stunt driving if I do a donut in my field on my private property? It's 50 meters from the road. Yes, it's, it's, it's still illegal. I think you asked it a different way earlier. Uh, boom, boom. It's official. You're waiting for the court date. What are we talking about? Oh, maybe you got a, a, a ticket that he doesn't agree with. Either way, uh, tell us what happens. What's the fine for driving at night with no lights on just daylight light? It's hundred and ten dollars. Improper headlights. Uh, According to lawyers and judge, what is this? So Dracula says to Hermes that according to lawyers and the judge, you're allowed not to identify if no infractions. Dracula, you're wrong. I don't know what jurisdiction you're in, but in the province of Ontario, when you have, when you're operating a motor vehicle, you are by law required to identify failure to identify uh, yourself, whether it be verbally. Well, there's two things. You're required to provide a driver's license. If you don't have the driver's license on you, it's $110. Save it. And now once we've got that out of the way, if you don't have it because you forgot it, okay, but you need to be able to identify yourself. You're still getting a $110 ticket, but you need to identify yourself. And if you don't, you refuse to, we're going to arrest you. We're going to hold you until we can verify your identity. You have to satisfy the officer as to who you are. Uh, you can't simply say, I didn't do anything. You got nothing on me, copper. That uh, doesn't work. doesn't work. Even if you're on a bicycle, you're legally obligated to identify yourself. Infraction or not, uh, you're operating a vehicle on the road and it's, you got to Identify yourself. So, sorry. Uh, you can argue that after you've been arrested, I guess. Uh, do, 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 do. Zril says, thanks. Uh, what is this? Ah, so back to, this is more conversation on the OBD diagnostics tool. Law states that it's allowed if tethered. Need to know physically tethered or Bluetooth. Again, uh, that's going to be a lot of interpretation. I, I don't have an answer for you. It's one of those unique outliers. I'll have to do some research. So we're still looking into whether or not it can be on a phone, and now we're looking into on a phone and does it have to be tethered or Bluetooth. I imagine if it's a computer, is a tether a tether, whether it's a wire? Tether is usually physical connection, but the law needs to update to keep up with the uh, the times. Got 10 minutes to go. Uh, do, 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 do. Can I know we talked about this already? Boom, boom, boom. I had an Ontario plate in my front window, but the car was from PEI and was improperly displayed. I had an Ontario plate from front window, but the car was from PEI. So you got a ticket for that. Okay. So it's an Ontario car. No, it's not a PEI car. Why did they, what was the Ontario plate from? I, I, I don't get it. Why did you have an Ontario plate in the PEI car? Were you importing it to Ontario? Did you have a trip permit that was valid? Uh, what, what was the registration like? Were you, did you have unattached plates that you were... Uh, utilizing from Ontario to bring it home. Uh, there's so many questions stemming from your statement. Okay. Oh, but uh, but he beat it in court. Okay. 
All right. Uh, high beams are very powerful. Could I fight them with a laser? No. This is the question of how do I respond to high beams? Uh, fighting them with a laser? No. Using a laser to point at another driver could be an offense. Could be a criminal offense anyway. Uh, let's see here. Spencer says, can you look me up and let me know if I'm a criminal in Ontario? <laughs> no. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Kathy wants to know, how many times can you fail your G license test before you have to restart? I don't think there is a, uh, a number of times that you can fail before you're, like, I don't, I don't think, as long as you keep paying, I think you can keep trying. I've never heard of anyone being, you know, listed or being told no. Let's see here. Tyler. Welcome, Tyler. Tyler just joined the group. And says, hello. <laughs> okay. One person has joined Telegram. We now have 11 members. And the, and Michael and Chase are already there. Oh, my eye. What's up, my eye? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Everything still works. <laughs> Just the oddest feeling. Uh, what's this? Please address about peeling and damage, not proper visible license plate because now GTA too much. This is a very, very important topic. If we can't read your plate. If it is peeling, if it is bubbled, if it is covered by dirt, if it's covered by a tinted lens, a clear lens, uh, uh, anything, a trailer hitch that blocks it, a bicycle rack, it's a $110 fine. It's not allowed. You have to have your license plate visible at all times. That's it. Can I drive with my high beams on? If not, why? You can drive with your high beams on if you're far than, farther than... Uh, 150 meters from oncoming traffic, 150 or 160, and, and no, no closer than 60 from behind another vehicle. I always get these numbers jumbled up. Um, but yeah, you, there, there's conditions as to when you can use them because it blinds other drivers. You can use it to see, but if there's other people, you cannot blind them. Okay. Santa Claus, what's going on? Someone wants to know if uh, if if uh, uh, public flatulation or anything like that would be against the law. I'm not aware of anything like that. Can you chase someone in your car if you see them leaving a scene of a collision? Get their information. Don't chase them. Uh, all you do by chasing people is make them go faster. Uh, you may cause a collision. You may yourself become involved in a collision. It's unsafe. We don't want you doing that. Record their information in the description and then call police. Is it okay to display your Uber lift signs or LED lights in your front windshield? You're not allowed to project certain colors of light forward. Uh, it could actually be against the law. I've never really thought about those because they're, they're not projector lights. They're, they're accent lights, but could someone uh, perceive that as a projected light forward, as an impersonation of like, there's so many potential issues, but is it guaranteed? Did you get a ticket? No. Is it perfectly legal? I would say no. Uh, if my mom has a car and she's insured under it, can I drive without being a secondary driver? If you live with them, your insurance company will likely say no. Uh, if you don't live with them, they actually wouldn't say no, as long as you're not specifically excluded from the policy. So if you're a licensed driver, you have a G2 or better, you can borrow a car, as long as it's properly insured for the road. But if you live with them, the insurance companies say nay. They want you as a secondary driver, which is what it sounds like based on you bringing up secondary driver. Would police give you a ticket? No, but if you got involved in a collision, you would have the potential of them saying, we're not covering you. Okay. Here's a question, a couple of questions that are back in the queue. Let's do a Yogi Berra quote first. Why buy good luggage? You only use it when you travel. So buy... So buy bad luggage because you want to use it in travel? I don't get some of these quotes. Some of them really make sense, and, and they're quite humorous. That one I, I question. I guess because, of like, you, I don't know what. <laughs> uh, okay, we got a joke for later. Talked about this one already. And this is sort of, this is following up uh, exactly something we just talked about, so I'll, I'll move on. Can I drive on a dealership plate if my dad owns the car dealership? The vehicle has to be in the inventory available for sale. So you can't have a car that's yours and not, not available for sale. If it has to be available for sale. 
Now, if it's in the catalog and you took it home, but you don't take it, you're not working for the dealership. Could that be a problem? You may have to explain yourself because the rules say it has to be in the inventory of the dealership and available for sale. If it's clearly your car and it's not for sale based on the observations, it's, it's a mess and you've got work tools in it. I'm going to say that you're going to get charged because it's not proper. But if it's pristine, because you're a, you, you, it's going to be, depends on the interpretations of the observations made by the officer. But is it the right way to do things? No, you shouldn't be driving a company vehicle if you're not part of, you know. Anyway, I'm just, I'm working it through my head. Uh, because I know what the rules say, but you're, you're going one step further. You don't even work for the dealership. It belongs to somebody else, to your father. Okay, this one I saw earlier and I wanted to. Look at it. I was behind the officer doing 90 and 100. I passed him doing 102, dash cam proved, but pulled me over and claimed he paced me doing 115, but he had his lights on before I passed. I was doing 90 with him. Okay. I, if you have evidence for that, I guess you get to challenge it in court. Would you, I don't know what you want me to tell you about that. They may or may not have different evidence than you have. It would be interesting to find out. Let me know what happens in court. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Okay. Three minutes. Okay. We, I, I, I apologize. There's so many, um, there's so many people who have questions here. Unfortunately, I cannot get to you because I've got only two minutes left and I have to go into a meeting at 11 o'clock on the dot to which I will start some dad jokes because we'll spend the last couple minutes. Uh, Jay is for joke. A storm blew away a quarter of my roof last night. Oof. A storm blew away one quarter of my roof last night. If that, where's the joke part? How am I, how am I, how, am, is it me or I don't, I don't get it. Was that, was that funny and I didn't get it? I don't, I don't know. If everybody else thinks it's funny, let me know why. That joke. Officer says, you're under arrest for illegally downloading an entire encyclopedia set. Okay. <laughs> I'm not picking up what you're putting down, my friends. Uh, I'm going to the main chat to see if anybody else has thrown in some jokes. Now, again, uh, today's show moves slow, and if you didn't have a, a chance to get your question answered, uh, my sincere apologies. Usually, I would just keep going for another hour to try and get through as many people as possible. However, uh, I got to go because I have a meeting. Okay. Scrolling through just to see if there's a couple of questions I can hit before I go because I don't see any dad jokes. We, we, and the ones that we got, I, I, I yeah, no. <laughs> I wasn't picking them up. I wasn't getting them. Could be me. Uh, it has been, of course, a pleasure to spend time with you. We're going to be back on Monday uh, at precisely 10 o'clock. And we'll do this all over again. And if you have time, then we'd love to, uh, uh, to hear from you. Oh, gosh. R is one quarter of the word roof. I get it. Randy, Randy's decoded it. That's I didn't, I wasn't picking that up. I'm glad that you decoded it. Okay. What is it? We got a, we got a message here. Michael sent me. What did Michael send me? All right. He's, he's explaining the, uh, the roof too. Oh, it should be oof. Oh, that's the oof. All right. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> It's Friday. I need a nap. Uh, listen, I have had a fantastic time. I always have a lot of fun, uh, but I hope you had fun too. If you have not followed us, please do. If you uh, if you know of anyone who would benefit from having access to us to talk about stuff and things and share with them. And that is it. That is all. We'll see you on Monday. I'll play a traffic song to, to see us out and my lack of understanding of jokes today. Bad. Helps the traffic flow. Watch for pedestrians, look out for bikes, and don't drive like a jerk that no one likes. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. 
Driving safely is the way to go. Put down your cell phone, nobody needs you to text and drive on the DVP. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Stop at stop signs, look both ways, then go. Seatbelt, save your life indeed. And watch your driving, don't speed. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Don't drink and drive or smoke some weed because you might go to jail and not get free. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. All right, like I said, I got to go. I'm already two minutes late for my meeting. Have a great day, everybody. Be well. Drive safe, drive sober, park legally, and smile because it looks good on you. Have a great weekend. Thank <laughs> you.